Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Daggers or not, here it is. People often ask me what I did in my career. I answer that I was an entrepreneur and I founded different companies. Invariably, I'm asked how I came up with the ideas for the different companies that I founded. My response has always been that I looked for a need, something that was needed but was not being done well by other companies, or that there was plenty of room for another company because of the huge demand. Then I would make sure I had the gifts to do a good job with it and that I was confident that I could be passionate about it. Then it was off to the races. As with everything in my life, I think about God and how being a Christian, searching for a calling while objectively considering one's given God-given gifts correlates in my mind to be an entrepreneur who is trying to decide which company to start next. There is an overwhelming need in the kingdom-building world. So much so, in fact, that I'm confident to say that anyone could find something if they had the desire and would just look around. At this point, I want to interject that I'm writing this to encourage everyone to do something for the Lord. After one's personal salvation, nothing is more important to a Christian's walk with the Lord than to be a part of building God's kingdom. I've written about this recently, but think it is so important in the life of a Christian that it is worthy to reinforce this concept. I recently received an overwhelming amount of correspondence when I wrote that I was considering ending words for the day. The correspondence reminded me of different things I have personally been involved with to do my part in kingdom building and helping others. I realize that the haters will likely come after me with their daggers and complain that I'm boasting, but that is the farthest thing from my mind. I think leading by example is one of the most effective ways to motivate, and that is all this post is about. I have done many things and accomplished much in the secular world, including building several successful companies, receiving many awards, and so on. But none of it means anything compared to seeing even one lost soul come to the Lord, due in part to my efforts. It's the greatest thrill of my life and has never been replicated by money or any secular honor. I recently told a friend of mine that time is not standing still and to continue waiting to find the 
perfect ministry should not be an option. And who said that we must be limited to just one huge project that needs to be accomplished for the Lord? There are thousands of opportunities if we'll just look. Here is some what I heard from the mountain of correspondence. I received a glowing report of success on a multitude of projects from the folks at the Jesus Alliance, which I founded. I've heard from many folks who attended one of the thousands of speaking engagements I've conducted whose lives were changed forever as they gave their heart to Jesus. I got solid reports on the church I built at Honey Lake and was surprised that literally thousands of folks have been helped by the Christian-based clinic that is part of our former plantation. And many have given their lives to Christ in that church and been baptized in Honey Lake. I received a report of 63 young folks giving their lives to the Lord this week at the church in Key Largo that my wife and I donated five acres of ocean property to be used to construct a badly needed house of worship in the Florida Keys. I have heard from many who have received personal counseling from me and how it radically changed their lives. I heard many stories about how my books and videos have helped change various lives and turn many from a life of despair and misery to one of happiness and love. I heard from one of the members of the child sex trafficking prevention think tank I found in Washington, D.C., And though I left many years ago, some folks have taken it to the next level and still working it day after day. I heard from a young man who was going to commit suicide that changed his mind after I counseled him. And I heard from a plethora of folks who were helped on occasion by words for the day. Words for the Day started as a daily devotional in my office and was designed to help my employees cope with the same problems I encountered. Somehow, without advertising, it has grown and has read all over the world. And now I'm hearing from folks who are being encouraged from faraway places where being a Christian could mean a death sentence, such as Pakistan, Communist China, India, Africa. It is amazing what the Lord is doing. I'm not saying this to boast, but trying to make the point that it doesn't have to be some burning bush moment to do some project that is monumental. I've never had a burning bush moment, and many of my projects were just one-on-one encounters. Even supposedly small projects add up. Do many different things, like I have done, if you can't find a major project. I just wanted to help others and serve God, and I acted when I saw a need that I could help fulfill using my gifts.
I look forward to seeing many of those people that have been affected by my efforts in heaven. If you die before you do anything for God and just focus on your own personal life, what are you going to expect to hear from God? Job well done, my good and faithful servant. How will you feel if you hear Why didn't you use all those gifts and blessings I gave you to do something for me? It would break my heart to hear those words uttered by Jesus Christ, considering what he has done for me. Try doing one thing today. Recognize the need and rise to the occasion, even if it's helping a little old lady cross the street or slowing down to allow a car to enter the highway. Tell your waitress that you were just getting ready to pray and ask if there is anything you can pray for them about. Tell someone what Jesus has meant to you and how he loves you and them. That's what I'm telling you today. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening. I don't know when I'll be able to write again, but we'll we'll do it somehow. See you.